Hello, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hearabouts, Asian American Midwest Radio. Hearabouts is produced by WFHB and Indiana University's Asian Culture Center. We ask critical questions about identity, community, and shared assumptions. We air every other Wednesday from 530 to 6.30 in the evening. My name is Ming Wang, and I am going to be your host for today. And we are joined by Jasmina, who is a resident at the APATC, uh, which has pretty close ties with the Asian Culture Center. So, hello, Jasmina. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? Pretty good, I guess. Just end of semester, um, you know, just wrapping stuff up. A lot of exams, a lot of projects. Can I agree with that, too. Uh, did you do anything for Little 500? Um, I, is that your first time since you're a freshman? Yeah, that is my first time. And I just pretty much went out. I didn't, my parents came into town on Saturday, so I just spent the time with them, but I didn't do too much, but. Okay, you didn't go to a race or anything, right? No, I didn't go to the race. Okay, well, that's kind of strange because that's like the de facto thing to do in IU. Like you always hear about it, it's, oh, yeah. it's the greatest college weekend, but I, I'm sure like, you know, you might get an opportunity if you're back in Bloomington sometime. I feel like I want to come again for, I would definitely go to Little Five and watch the race at least one time. Um, so th- yeah, this is your second time on the podcast. So I guess you're already one of the more experienced guests we've had on. And I think the first time was, yeah, I was in fall and I think it was good, like six, seven months ago. Um, and we, I guess, talked about the APATC there. So I guess if you could give us kind of a background on what APATC is again. So the APATC uh, stands for Asian Pacific Islander American Thematic Community, which is where a lot of Asians or like Pacific Islanders are all in a dorm living together, just like trying to spread awareness on the Asian community and doing events that go towards uh, like the Asian Pacific Islander community and celebrating culture and yeah. community. Yeah. Um, could you actually like what kind of events have you guys done like since we first talked like in August or September? Based on the events that I remember calling, so we celebrated uh, Diwali, so we had a little event for that. We watched a movie and had food, and then we did we celebrated uh, the Lunar New Year. We did a Christmas event, Valentine's Day stuff, and that's pretty much all that we have done so far. Um, so I guess like which one of those did you like the most, and like? Which one like really stuck with you? I would say um, probably the Diwali one because I am I'm half Indian, so yeah. I enjoyed that the most because I was able to like be with people who are not really Indian or like South Asian and don't understand the culture. And I was able to spread. I was able to like see how they would react to like the stuff, like the food, and like watching the movie, experiencing the Bollywood life so that was a fun time so that's the most fun event that i had yeah but yeah i know like whenever um i'm with friends that um don't really know like lunar new year and we end up doing like like the moon cakes or whatever and th- mm-hmm. that's just really cool like seeing them kind of understand like what's going on uh, yeah i think that's just a pretty cool experience so um could you describe kind of what the people are like on the floor like they don't have to be Asian necessarily to join the APATC. Um, and they don't also have to be American either, because I know Yongchen, you know, he's an international student. So could you talk about like what the types of people are? Pretty much we have, we have a lot of people who are international students. We have a couple of people that are like from like China. Of course, Yong, he was from China. Um, we have a lot of people that were 
from that are overseas like yeah. they're all from china yeah. but um we have like a lot of half and half like they would be like half um caucasian and then oh. half asian yeah or like fully asian so that's pretty much it there's nothing like no one's like not asian everyone's asian in some well, way well i know it's not a requirement to for that no. to join the apatc but um well how would you say that that kind of affects the kind of like the cultural representation i guess um because you know at the events like diwali you know you were really i guess big on that but when you go to like lunar new years and you have all these i guess people from china like does that kind of affect i guess the quality of of your experience with that uh yes i would say it does affect it because there's not a lot of each of us when i say like there's more east asians and south asians on the floor Mm. so like there's people who celebrate lunar year and then some that don't sometimes like the way that our culture balances out like the things that we believe in it's very different and like what we think of and like all that but pretty much all around like we all have the same thoughts but there's differences but i would say but you'd say like it helps everyone kind of grow in a way right because yeah for sure i think it helps i feel like people who didn't really understand certain cultures was able to learn about it and like an experience and understand the culture fully um so i guess what would you say is unique about the apatc like just kind of adding on to that um, i would say that we're unique because we are different each person's like a different asian like there's we have filipino we have thai we have um we have like everything so like it's really cool having all these cultures in one floor and like we don't even like expect to have that many people like that many cultures that many countries in one floor so yeah it's really yeah. cool yeah it's definitely um, a lot of representation i think i know when i lived in eigenman my freshman year in the uh it was it was then called the klc but now it's the jlc but it's like the kelly um living learning center um i know when i was living on or those couple of floors it was just kind of um there definitely was not that diversity in in kind of representation in a way it was a bit isolating um especially since in that community it was much more of like a like a career focus like what is going to be the end goal like it, it didn't felt really that personable um mm -hmm. so i think the APHC, from what you're telling me it sounds like it's they're doing a good job and um making everyone feel i guess at home in a way but also yeah. kind of learning from each other um but how would you say like going forward into your sophomore year what what you've experienced at APATC, like the friends you've made, like how does that kind of, I guess, push you forward? I guess like, I'm glad, I'm happy that I met everyone on the floor. Like we all have, I feel like even if we don't become, like we're close now, but if we like grow apart and sort of, I feel like we're still gonna connect and like still see each other, but not as often. And I think that um, it will help me like feel to grow and experience, like get to like grow and, just be able to meet more people because like it was easy meeting people in the dorm like being friends with them but i feel like because of that it's going to help me push and go into i don't know how to say it but it will help guide me into trying to make connections and try to communicate more and now i have more awareness i think yeah yeah 
Um, would you say that it kind of fulfilled like the social aspect of what you were expecting out of college? Um, I guess. Yeah. What would you yes, say your expectations were for freshman year? Okay, so I would say that probably making making more friends and like out and about, like meeting more people of like different backgrounds and different different social aspects. But like now, I realize that like I rely a lot. Not a lot, but a decent amount on like the friends I made at APTC. And I wish that I could have gone out of, not saying out of APTC, but like going out to meet other people because it's very, I was like, I found people that are similar to me and that we have connections. So I was always like, these are my friends, like these, and they are my friends, but these are like my main people I'm going to hang out with. And I wish that I could have. I mean, I, I do go and meet people outside of APTC, but I wish that I did that more. Yeah, I get I get what you mean. Like, I feel like everyone kind of has that period of self-reflection. Be like, I could have done more during like my freshman year, sophomore year, et cetera. Um, like, even I think that I could have done more like my senior year, which I am right now. Um, but I think kind of from what you described, like, um, the APATC has given kind of that foundation and everything else is like, I guess, cherry on top. Um, I think that's a, that's a healthy place to be at. Oh yeah. What are your plans? Like, I guess next year, next year, um, sadly I am transferring. Uh, It's not because I know it's not because of the school. I love the school. I will come back no matter what somehow i'll come back as often as i can where are you going Uh, hopefully if they haven't responded back to me but hopefully to purdue university oh no (laughs) i know i'm gonna get mad hate for that but (laughs) it's just because i switched my major from i was an international law major at iu and now i'm going to become a pilot okay that's fun at purdue so yeah yeah um i guess like where do you want to become like a commercial pilot or like, like yeah flying a commercial pilot yeah flying big planes and just flying overseas that's yeah. just my main goal is that i wanted to travel so yeah that's one way to do it i feel like doing piloting at purdue is probably one of the only very justifiable reasons i can think of for a chance for purdue yeah they have they have the best flight school in the whole in the whole country? United States. I think in the whole country or the whole United States. One of, it's definitely number one in the United States. Wow. How about the country, though? Yeah. I, I would ask more about Purdue, but I don't want to make this IU podcast into a Purdue podcast. <laughs> but uh, you can you can talk a bit more about, like, um, I guess, what are your plans, like, now that you won't have the APHEC at Purdue? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, I guess, what are your plans? Like, how is, how is that community like shaped what kind of community you're going you're going to be looking for i guess in purdue i mean i definitely when i go to purdue i'm gonna definitely join the asian community the asian work association at at purdue and joining more clubs that are related to that or like i was i might join a multicultural sorority okay i might so that i can be able to make more friends and just like meet people and all that so I think that's pretty much all that I would do and just try to find people. If I live in a dorm, because I'm a transfer, if I live in a dorm next year, I'll just try to make friends that are, I can't make friends on 
at IU in the dorm. I'll try the same way. Yeah, sounds fun. Um, I guess, I guess switching over back to IU, um, could you, yeah. like, what are some of your fondest memories of like the past year? Like, what have you done your freshman year that like you really enjoyed? Um, I really enjoyed parents weekend. Okay. Um, that's a fond memory of mine because my brother came down, my sister-in-law, they came to visit me and we went to a football game and watched it and got to spend time together. And then I was able to show them around IU. And then I'll say Halloween weekend. Uh, that was eventful. Oh, uh, wait, yeah. did, did IU do something Halloween or the APTC? Like what, what kind of uh, events are you talking about? Um, the APTC did a Halloween event. It was a small one. And then um, the A AAA right. had a great brave event. So I went to that. And then I would say homecoming weekend. Homecoming week was fun. First ever homecoming for football. And I went I went out. I didn't go watch the football game, but I was like outside yeah. of the you joined in the festivities is what you're I joined in yeah. the festivities, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. And then I don't know. I would just say like oh, being here in general, the first year experience was just a the whole Thing was just a memory yards, yeah. yeah so i don't i don't know what else but i would say like those are my top three i would say look fond memories of mine yeah i feel like um at least talking from my own perspective or experience um freshman year is like the main chunk of your personal development right in college um you really experience a lot more you meet a lot of new people and sophomore year is probably the chill year is what I would describe it as like um, you you kind of get settled in um, you kind of figure out like, OK, this is going to be my career. This is going to be the friend group I have. Um, and I think third and fourth year are much more like, OK, what am I going to do after college? And that's when your classes also start to ramp up. And I, I feel like so you have like one more year really to like figure out like how to how to get everything in order um and i guess you have more years than that it's just these have been the prime years yeah i can I, i'll agree with you on that i actually have a couple of questions i came up with okay. so um what are what would you say what would you recommend to since you're a senior what are your what's your advice to like underclassmen or right the freshman sophomore like what yeah. would your advice be yeah so i think one of the things i'm pretty involved with on campus at iu is like mentorship programs um jasmine are you in a do you have like a mentor no i don't okay um and i know that there's a lot of programs at iu um that that do that and offer that especially to freshmen um and i'm also a first generation student so kind of heading into college, I didn't really have too much of experience like with how college worked. And so that was kind of a challenge. But the whole reason I was saying that is because I have a lot of uh, mentees who are freshmen and sophomore. And so usually what I tell them is try and get involved. Um, definitely get as involved as you can freshman year. And if like something doesn't work out, um, then you can, I guess, just drop it and have bit more free time heading into, I guess, second semester freshman year or uh, sophomore year. Because after sophomore year, 
this goes a bit into like the politics of student organizations um because you really want to get into leadership positions at student orgs like maybe just one maybe two at most i would say but it really gives you a chance to meet a lot more people in like more depth because jasmine you, you were talking about like AAA, right um they they're a really good organization both like internally within their like i guess the exec group yeah. as well as like the entire like is it like 300 members in like the general group it's really big but yeah like if you get involved freshman and or i guess if you get involved sophomore year then you're able to get i guess hired in a way onto their exact team junior year and then you have two years of of service i guess whereas like if you started in junior year and you get i guess hired again senior year you only have one year and that's not really that worth it to these organizations um so yeah definitely get involved freshman and sophomore year i kind of regret that i really wish i joined like more organizations during that time but then again it was covid so that kind of that kind of killed my (laughs) chances of that unfortunately but yeah you're prime you know you you have a lot of opportunities How was your first year experience? So I started in 2019. I lived in a dorm with, you know, in Eigenman. I really enjoyed that process. So it was random roommates. Um, I met probably one of my better friends um, in that dorm room. Um, And yeah, I I just really liked the experience. I thought it was, the dorm itself didn't really do that much to me. Um, But I feel like just going being going to class being in this um being in bloomington really like i came from a town that's really small like two thousand people so bloomington to me was a pretty big step up and so yeah it was just a pretty good experience overall um and actually so i you mentioned um just kind of my experience overall but i really highly recommend studying abroad yeah, I'm. I definitely will do that. Yeah, I don't know sure. how that fits into your pilot. Um, we'll make it work. Yeah, definitely make it work. Do you have any countries that you're interested in um, in going to? Um, since I took German, right? And I'm in G250 right now. Um, I definitely would like to go to a German-speaking country, so maybe like Germany or Austria or even Switzerland. I know. Some parts of it speak German, so uh, I go to those three countries or try something new and go to, um, I like to go to like Spain or Italy, I don't know, somewhere around there in that side. Yeah, as as tough as to say, like, I feel like Purdue has decent study abroad options because I was looking at it back when I was a, uh, a senior in high school, so mm-hmm. unfortunately. You were speaking about how you live in a... You're from Indiana, right? Yeah, so I'm from Paoli, Indiana. So I feel like some of our listeners might recognize that. But it's an hour south of Bloomington. So I thought my town was even small, too. Yeah. Wait, how big is your town? Mine's got 34,000. 34. Wait, 34,000? That's like that's like Bloomington without the students. That Yeah, it's, it really is. And it's not like that big. It's very small. It's a small town too. Yeah. Like 
Okay, so this is going to go back into a tangent about my study abroad, but I was in Korea, right? I feel like I've talked about study abroad on this podcast quite a lot, but... Um, I'd like to hear it. Yeah, I, I was in Korea. So Korea really has one major city, which is Seoul. So it's basically the equivalent of if I went to, to like study in New York City for a year, right? It's like the focus of the entire country. Um, so that was really cool. I, I don't even know how many million people are live there, but it's a lot. And I th- it was just a really cool experience, like, I guess, jumping up, like, from, okay, 2000 to, I think, Bloomington's, like, what, 5, uh, 50,000? And then, you know, almost 10 million. So yeah, that's, that was a big jump. What did you do in Korea? Uh, so it was an exchange program. Um, if you have the option, I would definitely recommend exchange programs. Okay. This is the one thing I kind of remember. Purdue does their study abroad programs by, um, by school. So the school of engineering has certain exchange programs. I think you might be able to get away with it with the CIE and the IES kind of those companies that offer study abroads, but, Mm -hmm. um, I really like exchange programs because you're not going to be with fellow americans generally you know that could be a plus that could be a negative um yeah i just really enjoyed meeting like europeans um so i went to korea right so a lot of the exchange students were europeans i would think that if you went to europe it'd be kind of the opposite where a lot of the exchange people would be from asia or maybe like latin america and you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so you know it'd, it'd be a pretty cool experience for you yeah. Why did you choose Korea or like, why did you, yeah. what did you want to do there? You know, kind of like you, like I didn't really, uh, I've never been to Europe. Wait, have you been in Europe? No. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't go to Europe. I haven't, I've been to Asia, like specifically like China, but, but yeah, kind of like you, um, I really wanted to have something that was a bit familiar to me. I like China's really just next door and Korea, you know, they have, pretty big like pop culture influence so uh i I just felt like it's a really interesting country and i want to check it out that's good did you have to speak korean there um do you know like a do you know any korean before going i I didn't know any korean but like they they i took like a really short class like before i got there but they have pretty high english literacy rate too like a lot of people will be able to speak english yeah if you don't mind kind of switching back to the FATC and I guess your freshman yeah. year, do you have like a message to your future self, especially like with your plans as becoming a pilot and just, you know, how your college career goes? A message to myself in the future would be like, keep pushing through. Like, even though, like I debated so much on whether if I should stay and just suck it up and change my major stay at IU or leave to pursue what I really want to do. And that was really hard for me. So I'm glad that I was able to myself, I was like able to push through and keep pushing through and going through the hurdle. Even if I don't get into Purdue, like just try your best. Like there's always options. So I'll just say like, keep going. Probably just like try to be more open. Like don't be closed off a lot. Just try to open, try to just whatever opportunity you have, just take it. Even right. if it's like whatever just take any opportunity and chance that you get i think one of the things that i guess talking to you just um that i really admire is kind of the the you kind of have an idea of what you want to do 
you know? And I think a lot of freshmen don't really have that, um, I guess, vision. Um, and I'm really happy for you that you kind of figured out like, oh, I want to become a pilot. Like, this is what I want to do. Um, because for me, like, I, I did, I hardly even knew I wanted to do business. Um, I just kind of chose it because, well, I've been to IU, you know, in my senior year bit of high school. And I just kind of chose on a whim. I didn't even pick my major until like sophomore year. So yeah, it was a tough decision. I was going to choose cybersecurity as my major if I wanted to stay at IU, but I was like, I cannot do that. So I was like, it's not going to be fit for me. Yeah, and like in Kelly, that there's a lot of options uh, for majors, and I I think for me, like there's some majors that make more money than others, but I just felt like. Do I really want to do those types of jobs? Um, and so, so I'm a supply chain major. And so that mostly just involves like making sure things are where they need to be uh, at a certain time. And yeah, the pay isn't great. The The hours are decent. You don't work that much. Um, sometimes I'm like, should I pick something else? But I, I feel like this is kind of my calling. So it's good that you recognize that really early. Yeah, originally, I'll speak a little bit about this, but for going to IU, I really didn't know what I want. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. It was really hard. And, but I got mentioned by my dad. He's like, you should become a pilot. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I should become a pilot. You know, it's like a very responsible job, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? We'll see. Like, I was like, let me see if I should actually do this or not. And I just chose international law because I want to do international relations and work for the UN. But then I was like, after taking international law last semester, I was like, this is not for me. And then I was like, I need a job that will, that is like growing and that is, that we need, like a still demand job that will be taken away by technology. Like, I mean, pilots will have advanced technology, but we still need a person to control a plane. So that's when I was like, you know what? Let's try. Because I like more hands-on. Yeah. I'm more like hands-on. I want to like do things that are like a routine and like something that I'll be able to catch on easily too. So um, I guess what have you heard from the fellow people in the APHEC like about what their creative plans are? Like how what are they planning on doing like for the rest of the time at IU or yeah, just their career? Most of the people on our floor are in Kelly. Okay. Other are business students. And then only a couple of people are STEM majors. So they're only a couple of bio majors. That's it. I would say that a lot of them still are going to stay in like be involved in the Asian clubs and orgs that are out here. And then, doing internships. I heard a lot of them talk about that and joining clubs that are based in Cali and all that. So that's what I heard of based yeah. on every store. We need more diversity in there. There's, I know. <laughs> yeah, we, we all, even as a Kelly, I'm like, there's too many Kelly everywhere. Like half of them are Kelly. And I'm like, like not even half, like 80% of them are Kelly. And there's like 20% of those are like, and like two of our law students. And then the rest are like STEM majors, so it's like very very skewed, yeah. Very, yeah, definitely. But yeah, kind of wrapping up the this episode, I guess just your final thoughts on the APATC, like and its kind of role in your freshman year. I would say that my final thoughts. I think that I'm glad that I joined 
this community because I wouldn't think that I met people, the meet people that are similar to me or, you know, it's like comfortable, white, primarily white high school, white town. So it's like realization that like, wow, there's people that are similar to me. So I'm glad that I joined them, that community. And then I would say, I'll be like, I'm glad that I came here for my freshman year because it was a very fun experience and I wouldn't, it's always going to stay. So, yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, I think we're just going to wrap it up there. Um, and thank you, Chessmaner, for, I guess, being a guest on this final episode of the semester. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hereabouts Asian American Midwest Radio. Hereabouts produced by WFHB Community Radio and Indiana University's Asian Culture Center. We ask critical questions about identity, culture, community, and shared assumptions. We are every other Wednesday from 530 to 6.30 in the evening. Please stay tuned for episodes in the future. This was Ming Wang, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. <laughs>